Welcome to Ask the Real Estate Doctor. Each week, we bring you an accomplished guest to share with you many tips and info that will make a difference in your life. And we'll also discuss real estate market and real estate investment tips and help you make better financial decisions with your real estate investment and achieve your goals. Hey, everyone. It's AJ Zaki here, and I want to welcome our mayor of City of Bogotown, Mayor Scott Singer. Mayor Scott Singer is a great mayor. I like Everybody likes him, and he's a great friend. He has a huge introduction, but what I would say about him just briefly is French has got his bachelor's degree from Harvard University, and also he got his law degree from Georgetown University. And I know he was officially elected this year, actually, inauguration for his election as a city, as a mayor of City of Bogotown was I believe the days that unfortunately we had to close the city. Is that correct, Mayor? Well, that was election day, March 17th. And first of all, thank you for having me, AJ. It's great to see you in, again in this format. Yes, I was reelected on March 17th, which was a very challenging day because that's the day we had to put in an emergency order because of COVID-19, closing bars and restaurants to indoor seating. And it's been a very challenging almost uh, 13 weeks since that time, a little more. Uh, but we've done our best to move forward, and we're focused on moving forward into the second half of 2020. Right. Mayor, the format here, basically, I get all the questions I'm going to ask you will be coming from residents in Bukharton and nearby. And basically, this, uh, all the questions people want to ask you directly. So the way I do it is I send email to people and ask him, what would you say to the mayor at this point? So first of all, before I start with my first question, if you could give us an update about the city of Bukharton, what's going on with the COVID-19? Anything you'd like to say about the city and what's happening right now before I go straight to Well, sure. Uh, today is July 1st. And, you know, we've been hard at work for the last four months preparing for COVID-19. Even before we declared the state of emergency, we were making preparations. I'm very proud of our response of our nearly 2,000 employees and that nearly 100,000 residents in Boca Raton, for the most part, have understood the, the great sacrifice that's been called on all of us. We took proactive steps early to try to flatten the curve. And I think they've been to our continued benefit. We were one of the first cities in Palm Beach County to enter in that closure order I mentioned, to make a, a mask entry order, to announce that we were closing our beaches. And unfortunately, they're going to be have to be closed in the next three days under a county order in all three counties. We worked hard to partner with other um, uh, cities and counties in our region. And I had countless calls and still am having regular calls with mayors throughout the region just to make sure we're coordinating for the best response. Unfortunately, the virus knows no boundaries. We took proactive steps for the health, safety, and welfare of our residents, and we'll continue to do that. Thank you. Like you said, today is the first day of July 1st and the first day of the second half of the year. And um, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen the second half of the year in terms of, I understand no one has a crystal ball, but in terms of this virus thing, People, some people taking it very seriously and some people taking it, it's going to be fine. It's the whole thing is a hoax and so forth. Well, I think those are a very small number of people. Let's not give them equal time. The vast majority of residents understand how serious this is. And, you know, people are wearing their masks and we continue to encourage people to do that, to follow the advice of health experts. It's a message we've been saying consistently for the last four months and we're going to continue to say. We all want to get back and up and running as quickly as possible. We can't do that unless we heed the guidelines as well as possible. We have seen a spike in cases, and to answer your question, we have seen a spike in cases in South Florida uh, the last 10 days. Now, some of that's to be expected as more and more people are getting back to work, but we want to make sure that's that increase, I said spike, I really meant increase in cases. A spike is a dramatic increase. It's yeah. been a steady increase. We want to avoid a spike. There are different models out there. I'll leave it to the health experts to really offer the predictions. 
but I think the sooner we all continue to heed the health experts' advice, the sooner we'll be past the most um, challenging points and more back to normal activity. That's what we're all trying to do, get to. Okay. Speaking of uh, masks, actually, the first question I have, one of the people she's 100% about social distance and wearing a mask all the time, but she's having a difficult time with people are not wearing masks. And she's saying, is the city doing anything to enforce? Is there any code or anything to enforce at this point? Yes. Uh, so we, uh, we're partnering. We're part of a task force for the county for people who have compliance issues. And there's a phone number, which is 156124COVID, 56124COVID, or you can email covidcompliance at pbcgov.org if people have an issue. Now, but I want to caution everyone. Do not call 911 if you see someone not wearing a mask. Please be understanding. There are exceptions for people with disabilities or other health conditions. If you see someone not wearing a mask, don't assume the worst or you know, don't assume the worst. They may have a medical condition that prevents it. Please don't be confrontational. There's no need for that. Just again, if you, you know, please wear your mask if you're able to and um, understand that those are challenges that some people can't do. But, you know, generally we're seeing compliance and, you know, our code enforcement staff and the county staff are responding when they get inquiries, but it's not an emergency. Second question would be, some people are saying, can you get tested right now? And where in Boca he can get tested? And do you know if there is, are they free or... You have to have insurance. Absolutely. There are testing sites that are free provided through the state. There are three locations in our area. At the South County um, South County Civic Center, just north of our city limits, was the first to open. That's on uh, Jog Road, north of Clint Moore. We worked very hard, and I'm proud that we were able to obtain a testing facility at FAU. It's going to be essential to FAU's recovery, but it was essential, and we needed more testing here. And I want to thank the governor, um, the Department of Emergency Management, and its director, uh, Jared Moskowitz for, you know, responding to my calls and calls from others to make sure we have that testing facility. And FAU was a gracious host. That's been open for about a month. There is still capacity. And just this past Friday, a walk-up site opened up at Town Center Mall, courtesy of Simon and again, the state. So we've been partnering with our, you know, governmental and non-governmental partners to make sure testing was available. And is that for free? Uh, my understanding is those are for free, but you want to check out all of those details and go to our city website, myboca.us. I'm not as sure about the Simon one because it just opened and I haven't seen the full details on that. Now, 4th of July is coming this weekend. Happy 4th of July, by the way. Thank you. Happy 4th of July to all of us. So what is the city doing? Anything? The beaches are still open. What's going to happen? No, the beaches are closed under county order. Again, just for those three days, when Miami-Dade closed its beaches, it was apparent that the other counties had to follow suit. But the city does have a range of uh, 4th of July festivities virtually this year at myboca.us. If you haven't been on our social media, which is City Boca, uh, city Boca Raton on Facebook, or just go to myboca.us, you can follow us on all of the platforms. Uh, we've been rolling out things every day. On the 4th of July, we'll have a two-hour ceremony, including patriotic music, virtual fireworks, so please check it out. And it's a reminder, fireworks are illegal in the city of Boca Raton without a permit. Do not set off fireworks. Oh, thank you for knowing. Yes, it's dangerous. It's not safe. Please, save it to the professionals, and we'll all get together hopefully next year and have an even greater extravaganza. Thank you. Yesterday, Governor DeSantis extended the moratorium for eviction until August 1st. So now tenants are, are not, the landlords are not allowed to evict tenants until August 1st. It was extended yesterday around 8 or 9 p.m. And now um, I get some people who are having to be landlords are having difficult time right now because of that. What would you say to that? I mean, 
I don't think the city is able to provide your help in any way. Well, no, but under the CARES Act, there's federal money that's available. The county just unveiled a program for mortgage and rent relief for individuals. Again, you can find that out at pbcgov.org. We have it linked on our city website at myboca.us. There's conversations that the United States Congress is going to enter further relief. Um, and that moratorium, though, only applies to residential tenants. So commercial tenants, there's no moratorium that applies. And as a lawyer, as a, a real estate broker myself, as an investor and a mediator, I've been involved in some matters relating to that. So just uh, you know, bear in mind, if you have questions, consult an attorney. Yes, of course. I know where to go to. Now, when it comes to business, a lot of businesses are having a hard time right now in Boca. What is the city? I know it's about two weeks ago or so, we had some funds coming in. Funds are still available or what people, if someone is having a difficult time now is not able to apply then, can you just tell us what you can do right now? Yes, the city still has its small business relief program. It's an ancillary program to the huge amount of money that's been available from the, through the federal government at the CARES Act that was passed on to the county. The county is a $60 million program for small businesses. And I believe there are still funds available, although they, had a, they may be close to running out soon. The city still has funds available in our tranche of money. If you want to apply, you can still do so at myboca.us. It's for companies with three to 25 employees. And as you probably saw, and everyone watching this, the federal government just yesterday extended the PPP program through August. So there are still funds available, uh, believe it or not. And uh, the government is uh, making those available still to residents and businesses. I have a question. Someone wants to start, actually started a software company, small software company here in Boca. And now all of a sudden he doesn't know what to proceed. The clause is not sure because of, he's not sure that he's going to be able to be in business and so forth. And actually I spoke with this person today. He bought a house with me and he said, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue doing business or not. I said, let me ask the mayor of the city anyway. I know it's not, if any, if anyway the city can, I know of course we're encouraging business to move to Boca. Is the city doing anything to enhance or encourage new businesses at this time? Well, absolutely. We've, you know, we've continued to consistently encourage new businesses. Our economic development efforts haven't stopped, even though they pivoted just to try to uh, focus a little more on recovery. But we're welcoming new businesses. And with the influx of people coming from the Northeast at a faster rate than ever, we have an opportunity to attract more businesses here. So uh, we have an economic development department. They'd be happy to assist in any questions. But my, my answer is yes, start your business now because more people will be coming. You asked earlier about what we expect for the second half. Let's be optimistic that the COVID number of cases declines. But regardless, we know people are going to be leaving high tax, high density jurisdictions like New York and Chicago. Um, there are a number of concerns that are driving them to better climates, of economic and physical climates, and we're one of them. Some people are complaining about the city is not enforcing codes nowadays. Is that true? No, in fact, I, that's the first time I've heard that. I we have code enforcement staff dealing with that still, um, and what you know, we have entered a number of. We did put in a number of temporary provisions to make things easier. For example, we have very strict signage requirements, but we allowed banner signs and sandwich boards right when the crisis was starting, when restaurants were closed in particular, to let patrons know that they could still go there for pickup or delivery. Those have continued, and that will continue during this uh, crisis, during the state of emergency. Uh, but no, you know, our code enforcement staff is there. If you have questions, please reach out again to code enforcement. There's so many people are staying at home right now, and I have a resident from Boca West, another resident from Boca Falls. Both of them, they ask, how can they help? They are not especially resident of Boca Raton, but how can they help if they can help in any way? 
we'd like to you know give some of the time and perhaps their efforts. Well, that that's great. There are so many charities that are still accept, accepting help. One of the resources that I helped put together was called BocaHelps.com. It's a website that's being operated by the Spirit of Giving and the Boca Raton Interfaith Clergy Association. Uh, the Spirit of Giving is really taking the laboring or Spirit of Giving, for those who don't know, is a wonderful umbrella organization of about 60 nonprofits in our community. So if you want to provide help, either financial help or resources or time, go to bocahelps.com and you can enter your information and they'll try to match you up with organizations that still need help. It's a great first clearinghouse. I have to say, I did not know about this one, which is great to have a question about the train. Any update about the train? Uh, I just got to do, I just got this request actually maybe 15 minutes before. Yes. <laughs> so yes, unfortunately, Brightline has suspended its service because of the COVID crisis, and yeah. I think that they're going to be suspended for a good number of months more yet. That is probably going to push back their timeline. Before COVID, they were looking at starting construction in April and having that train station open up by. The, first, the end of this calendar year, really first quarter of 2021, those deadlines are not going to happen now. They haven't begun construction, and we're going to wait to see uh, what happens. We are trying to accelerate their progress. We joined with them in seeking money from the Federal Railroad Association for a grant that would allow them to begin construction more quickly by providing needed funds. That would also, if the grant is awarded, lower the cost to taxpayers for the improvements that we're making. So hopefully it's a win-win for all of us. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's interested in the train, please reach out to me at ssinger at myboca.us. I'll let you know where you can send your information and uh, show support along with other letters gotten from different stakeholders in our community. Excellent. Thank you. I know you go so many interviews and I see you everywhere in the Facebook. Tell me something here that you did not see in other interviews. If anything, you could add to it. That's a great question. Well, first about me, you know, a lot of people don't realize that mayor's a quote, a part-time job and that's bad quotes, part-time job in name. It's really a full-time job, but um, I also, you know, I'm a, I'm a lawyer, I'm a real estate broker, I'm a real estate investor, and now I'm more uh, a mediator as well. I'm a, I mediate commercial disputes, building on my 16 years of litigation and commercial ex- law experience. So a lot of people don't realize that, yes, you know, I, I wear these other hats too. I think they better inform me for business issues. Um, but I will mention this because you're probably going to have a, a high proportion of realtors here. You and I were talking the other day about, you know, just with COVID out there, make sure realtors, make sure your clients are protected. I know the far bar put in a new contract addendum to deal with COVID-19, but I recently got involved in a case that it didn't, there were a lot of glaring holes there. So please consult with your, uh, your attorneys who you normally work with. And if you don't, I'm happy to point you in the right direction. Perhaps we have another meeting with you and we'll go into more details. We, we could do that too. And just about the city, you know, we're a wonderful city. We punch above our weight in business strength. We're the birthplace of the IBM personal computer. We've had a tradition of innovation that's formed our core culture for 50 years, and that's going to continue. And these times are ones that are crying out for innovation, not just a new technology, but the way we approach everything. But we're well poised for the future. We've got plenty of plenty of green space plenty of available office space and enough low density development that I think are attractors to people looking to leave other places. So hopefully this will help ease our recovery. Since you mentioned that you are a broker, the broker, I have a question for you about real estate. How do you see the real estate in Bogotá and South Florida area? Uh, you have so many people who are saying, you know what, the market's going to crash in general. And foreclosure is going to be everywhere and so forth. What's your take on that? I, you know, I'm not as tapped into the residential market. I have the broker's license, but I don't, I don't use it very much. I have talked to another other, other brokers and agents who were telling me that, you know, through the last couple months, they've seen brisk sales in um, 
particularly in homes under a million dollars, as people are looking to leave. I think yeah. that's a positive sign for our potential recovery. I know a number of people are trying to get down here before the school year. So this mm -hmm. month may tell a lot about um, where the market's heading. Of course, there's going to be challenges everywhere, but if I were better at predicting the market, I'd probably be more engaged in it. So I'll hold off on further predictions other than the report. <laughs> what You're absolutely right. Just to let you know, market is super hot right now in Boca area. And seriously, and uh, just to let you know, today I had three closings. That would be the first time I have three closings in one day, maybe since over 10, 12 years. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So the market is hot for the seller's market, though, which is, you know, it's, it's still... It's still very good that you have the buyers are very serious in our area. Before we close, um, I just, I moved here to Boca about 2002, January, when I first moved here. And I fell in love with Boca, believe it or not. I've been coming to Florida for over 20 years or so. But when I, I just happened to come and I just fell in love with it for that time and looked for a house and I bought it. And my favorite part in Boca at that time was Meisner Park. What's your favorite part? Tell me something I don't know about you personally. Something I don't know about, about Boca Raton. Bear in mind, I'm almost like a tool guy here, so. <laughs> well, I, you know, I covered some of it already with just my personal background. I love so many spots in Boca Raton, and it's really hard for me to pick just one. And I don't say that just because I'm the mayor and not trying to play favorites. I say that because I love this city. Like you, I, I love Boca Raton. I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, but tried to spend as much time as I could growing up here on weekends. Um, it was a, a place that had its own charm and sense of place and that is something we try to protect and enhance and we'll continue to do so Excellent. thank you so much and um, best luck uh, everybody i speak with almost everybody i speak with very proud of having you as a mayor and continued success and uh hopefully we get to speak with you soon with up in much better news you know than the circumstances well thanks for the kind words aj and thanks for having me on take care mm -hmm. and congratulations again on your successful day thank you and happy fourth of july thank you thank you too too